Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Horror Throwdown Podcast, Frasier Edition, where we take a Brendan Fraser movie and pair the horror movie released in then the same year, and then see if Brendan would survive. I'm Joseph Kincaid. With me as always, Cisco Navarro, producer Trunks. And just like the hit 1991 animated dinosaur movie from Universal Pictures, we're back, baby. We took a couple weeks off. Didn't really give anyone any warning. That's fine. Life happens. Whatever. So we're here now. And just appreciate that we're here. You know what I mean? We're doing this for you. We're not doing this for us. Mm-hmm. We're up at, uh, what time is it? 8.20 in the morning? On a Sunday. A real, a real morning cast, if you will. Uh, in the podcast Cisco's getting community. over a cold. Yeah. In Cisco's the podcast community, they call an 8.20 recording the commitment hour. This is the commitment you only hour. get up this early if you are committed to the bit. This 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 is the commitment <laughs> hour, and this is how committed I am to the bit this week. Um, we're not. Yeah, you're you're gonna. He's borderline dead. So I'm bear with him. Cisco's also never sounded hotter on this podcast. Yeah, I think being being sick is the move. You know, it's the move nowadays. Yeah, it's the move. Um. We are doing the year 1997 today. No Brendan movies, but we're just a fun squad. We're doing we're doing a fun a fun little like let's get people excited again. Get, a couple get us couple excited. hits. Let's get us excited, yeah. And we are sticking on with the same brand. We're doing Joel Schumacher's. Ooh, ooh, I don't even know what is it. What's the best word to describe Batman? Is it and Schumacher Robin? or Schumacher? Yeah, I don't know, man. Tomato, tomato, same shit. That, that was like Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch that later. It, it's eight twenty-one now in the morning. I went to bed a couple hours ago. I'm I'm very hungover. Uh, found out this morning that my car was like slightly, like like soft broken into, like someone just went around and just started just like tossing stuff around. I was like, that's fine, that's okay. Took my portable charger, but I was like. Hey, you got one of the best in the biz, baby. So good on you now. You know, that's my gift. That's my gift to you. Um, yeah. So Batman and Robin. And then pairing it with the uh, yeah, I can't even think of something like clever to say anything that scream two. <laughs> We're pairing it with scream two. Uh, and then full disclosure, Cisco, I, I said this to trunks, but I think it's kind of based on how my texts to both of you were going yesterday. Yeah, I didn't watch any of these <laughs> either either of these movies. But but I mean, I know you've seen Scream do a lot, so you could probably repeat it off the back of your head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely watched it this year, like before <laughs> Fifth One came out. And like I said yesterday, I watched Batman and Robin on a whim on like a Monday afternoon last June or January, it's, whatever month. It's a good Monday afternoon. Like, it's, a really, it's, it's a really good one. It's yeah. a good cleaning movie. Like, oh man, I gotta vacuum my whole apartment. Better put on Batman and Robin. Yeah, because you're you're gonna turn off the vacuum every once in a while, and you're gonna hear some real stupid shit being said <laughs> in the background. A real a real good ice pun from Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, everyone. Chill. It's a cold town. Cool party. <laughs> you are not sending me to the cool. Oh God, they're not even good. They're pretty good. Okay, no. who's, who's doing? I, I didn't again. I didn't watch it either. Who's doing what movie this week? I'm doing. I'm doing Batman this week. Should I just go ahead and get into this? Oh, just go go ahead and get into it. Unless unless this girl wants to. Uh, 
that goes uh, yeah, that's, my voice. That's, I love it. I just fucking you love grimy it. Louis Armstrong. There's nothing. There's nothing I love more than hearing three dudes talk about some shitty franchise movies, and one of them just coming over, come, getting over a cold. <laughs> love it. I don't know what a lot of my kinks are, but like I'm discovering more and more, and I'm like, yeah, this is one of them. It's one of them for sure. It's one of them. Well, yeah, let's go. Let's get into it. Okay, 1997, Batman and Robin, directed by Joel Schumacher, written by Akiva Goldsman, um, based on characters appearing in DC Comics, published or published by DC Comics, Batman created by Bob Kane. Bob Kane. All the basic information you're going to see in the very, very first two seconds of a Batman movie right there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite little fun facts about this in order of the credits in the movie this movie stars arnold schwarzenegger as mr freeze then george clooney as batman yeah arnold has top billing huh arnold has top billing in this which is Damn. psychotic I wonder if he I, for it. He, no he 100 did he he was the 90s version of vin diesel because i was doing a little research on the other batman movies that's the same thing that happened with the first batman jack nicholson yeah he demanded top billing over uh michael keaton which is crazy i like (laughs) i uh, we'll get into it in a bit but uh so also in this movie we have chris o'donnell emma uh sorry uma thurman uh alicia silverstein michael go or goff i don't know how you say his last name um and other people cisco can i make a request talking about Um, michael goff the the horror legend yeah, I don't want to just like sit here and just correct people, but I think it needs to be said. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, but the fact that oh, Silverstone, uh, sorry. Trunk said Silverstein, can you do a little, a little ten second, in, ten second little Silverstein clip in there? Your sleep. I got you. I'll add got that show service to the clip. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, this is just a moment. Like, we, we we need to strike on this opportunity while it's hot. I didn't know you were that much of a, a poet. Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm that much of a poet, but as someone who grew up on fuse and war tours and stuff, I I grew up. I was I didn't grow up on poetry, but I grew up on like emo music. <laughs> so I, I like me I like me some Silverstein. Yeah, I'll go yeah. get you some shell Silverstein in there. Okay. Yeah, nice little where the sidewalk ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that. See, is, so then if, if we were just to read like where the sidewalk ends or like other Phil Silverstein books on this podcast, like would that just be like an audiobook? No, hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, there are podcasts out there that are just audiobooks that don't have the rights to the books. They're fun to listen to. Great yeah, that's way to a good. Get some free content. Okay, yeah, so back to just, you, Batman stats. The library. Yeah. Uh, movie has a 125 minute runtime which yeah as we good. say here in the the podcast biz that's too long um the budget was somewhere between 125 million and 160 million and the box office was 238 million so
You were reckless, and you almost got killed by trees tonight. All you could think about was poison ivy. <laughs> How are we supposed to work together if you won't trust me? A family in conflict. Then I go after freeze and ivy alone. She loves me and not you, and it's driving you crazy. One kiss. She wants to kill you, dick. It's my rules that keep us alive, and you will abide by them. <laughs> you must learn to trust him, for that is the nature of friendship. A legacy in danger. But I shan't be here forever. Alfred's not sick. He's dying. Can't believe it. I spent my entire life trying to beat back death. But I can't, can I? None of us can. When Venom meets vengeance. Justice cannot fight alone. Suit me up, Uncle Alfred. I'm asking you, friend, partner, brother. Will you help me? Arnold Schwarzenegger, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thurman, Alicia Silverstone, a Joel Schumacher film. Strength now. Partners? Partners. Courage always. Partners. Family above all. Batman and Robin a little money but uh warner brothers was disappointed enough in this that they canceled the planned sequel batman unchained which um apparently i i just found this out a little earlier today there's a coolio has a cameo in yeah in this movie uh and i had never noticed that even as a pretty big comic book fan his character's name that he cameos as is jonathan crane and he was supposed to be one of the main villains in the next movie playing yeah. Scarecrow, which I am now I'm upset. upset. It was supposed to be Coolio playing Scarecrow. And then um, I, I don't know if they cast it, but there was going to be uh, Harley Quinn, who was supposed to be in this variation, Joker's daughter. Jack was going to come back as a hallucination too? Possibly. I don't know. They had crazy plans. It was um, supposed to be darker, which was kind of cool. I yeah, so I I was just reading up and apparently so Batman and Robin, I don't think I had ever realized this. I is supposed to be the fourth film following uh in the, the Tim Burton Batman movie timeline. These are all supposed to be connected. I thought once they started switching up who was playing Batman, we were getting new new universes all together, but this is still continuing from that Batman that original tim burton batman like in the canon yeah yeah or at least in like the the film series canon yeah yeah which uh is, is really interesting uh, i was just reading up on like why the characters or the actors keep switching out so much and it just kind of each time like michael keaton was like no i don't want to come back and then val kilmer was like oh i signed on for something else like mm-hmm. you look at how marvel structures their contracts now 
like you can't get out until you finish your 10 movies or whatever oh yeah so it's it's wild to look at these and be like oh this is all supposed to be the same thing but it's it's all over the place i've definitely heard a great fan theory on these batman movies that the first two are kind of the real world and then batman forever and batman and robin are movies about batman that came out in that universe where michael keaton's batman is real that's interesting and i i like that like if if that kind of shit was real this is the movie that they would make about it (laughs) it's okay Um, like as i would say like as like a comic book film like it's very like comic booky it's very fun it's very just like even though some of the colors are dark and looks like shit like there's so many really fun set pieces this one a lot of the like big sets they build and the big like you know the there's several big parties that get attacked by somebody or a, a museum that's frozen like there's constantly like rooms that are suddenly covered in plants or covered in ice uh, or and then you see it happen too as, as the <laughs> ice shoots out of the gun yeah i Man, but it just those rooms to me life. they look like you walked into they, they look like the queue line area for the batman roller coaster at yeah. universal studios yeah. or something yeah. like they you just kind of walk in and you're like oh okay cool it's, looks like that because i think like this movie was the last didn't i think tim Burton wasn't involved in this one right no, no. Uh, last one like, he did was forever. Batman Returns. 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 Then I think maybe he and was like a producer or something on. Forever, he was producer for the other one, yeah. But this week, this no one has anymore. like, like Tim Burton light vibes to it. Like you said, with the set pieces, how the city looks. Honestly, when I was watching this, I was like, I this is what I wish Monkey Bone would have been like. Yeah. with the goofy sets and all the weird like ice cream like uh, hideouts and the observatories. That's like. Yeah. comically on top of a, um, uh, a cliff I, oh my god I, that is one thing I will say is I love I love the buildings of Gotham they show here the, the yeah. observatory on the top of a massive like statue's hand and like statue's hand yeah everything is just like I don't know everything is built into these amazing like art deco I don't I, you know I, I'm not a master of knowing architectural styles so i'm assuming it's art deco it might not be but just like these really old like crazy buildings that are just stupid ornate and like look like a you know 1930s billionaire's wet dream of what a city should look like (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm not really too familiar with like I, i wouldn't say i'm very knowledgeable and like billionaires like wet dreams but like yeah i agree with you 100 percent. yeah it's just like this is like the buttons debate all over again like yeah i I believe you i'm I'm writing i'm writing this (laughs) one to the death i it's i i don't know so it's i love that and then i love like you know the the style of these went into the look of um batman the animated series Mm -hmm. which i feel like did everything these do so much better (laughs) like on every it was kind of tim burton established his world uh and then they took it away from him because he got too dark with the second one and then they let schumacher 
throw neon paint everywhere and give people rollerblades and hockey skates. And then, but at the same time, there was the Batman show, which stayed dark, was cartoony because, yeah, it was a cartoon, but like was dark and was fucking upsetting. I still have nightmares about the the Clayface episode of the old Batman mo- show. Wow, he just unlocked a core memory for me. Right? Those are pretty, yeah. Those, That's, that episode's that fucked up. That was disturbing, up. yeah. That, and there's an episode of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where a guy's, like, face kind of falls off, which, uh, heavy shit to put on kids when they're that young. <laughs> look, man, and, and people like to question why our generation is so fucked up and depressed. It's like, look at what they gave it. Like, look what they gave us, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, here's what our entertainment was. It was fucked up. Oh, and then in real life, things were somehow worse yeah things somehow were and also 9-11 but we're not gonna do that <laughs> talk again today anyways i remember seeing batman and robin in theaters as a child and i just remember it being like yeah fun and cool but even as a kid i was like this movie's too long way too long i it really suffers from something that i feel like we see happen pretty regularly with superhero sequels uh like particularly in like the the sam raimi spider-mans just as the movies go on they're like well let's add even more villains to this one this one added too much like there are three bad guys in this because even like bane shows up in this one bane's in this who's it's kind of sad that bane's in this because he's just a named bodyguard just a goon yeah like he really doesn't it doesn't give us a good Bane story, which, to be fair, in my opinion, we have yet to have a good Bane story in in a Batman movie, mm-hmm. or one um, that we can actually understand what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, um, I. But yeah, there's there's just a little too many like there's too many villains, and then they're also working in the introduction of uh, Batgirl as well. Okay, like. I, I feel like this would have worked really well with one villain and bringing in Batgirl. There's your mm-hmm. A and B storyline. Like, yeah. and you can really tie those together. Like they right. did a lot with, with, you know, Alfred having the same right. disease as Mr. Freeze's wife. Yeah. Like there's definitely like there's stuff there, but I, they just stacked things on top of things. What I, what I remember is like, when I watched this, not this week, but last year, um, is like, okay, the heroes in this, like Batman, Robin, Introduction Batgirl, like, they didn't, like, they didn't really do much. It's, it, they were just kind of like boring one note performances, even for like George Clooney, who like, and not, big dude obviously you know what i mean like massive iconic man but like extremely personable is not really likable in this like his bruce wayne is kind of super flat he's very flat yeah like bad casting good 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 nipples on the bat suit i'll give you that i there is a point where they even mention that like somebody says something about anatomically correct like battle armor or something yeah which is insane so i had forgot that the bat nipples were this one Mm -hmm. um and then that this one also has 
Batgirl in it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like had a minute of like, does Batgirl's suit have nipples on it? Like I could not remember. I was like, no, there's no way that happened. And it's almost crazier. Batgirl's suit has the outline of a bra on yes. it. Correct. Like instead of just being like a flat normal body armor like we've seen in every other like superhero movie, Correct. they're like, nope, these ones have tits and this one has a bra. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're all tits, people. We all have them. Yeah. Memory, Free the nipple. Baby. So with, yeah, like I said, with that being said, heroes didn't really do much for me in this movie, but like Arnold and Uma Thurman fucking crush in this movie like they're chewing up the scenery they're going Uma Thurman commits to the bit in this one I thought she was great in it I think she is the best performance in this movie yeah uh, she is like she is acting in the movie we deserved not the movie yeah. we got um yeah. I think Schwarzenegger at this point I think he is towards the end of his like peak like f- like mass appeal like yeah i think it was a film or two after this where like the name schwarzenegger alone didn't sell a movie and i think you can kind of tell he he, i feel like he's really phoning it in through most of this but he's having like yeah he's having a good fucking time he's like i feel like they handed him a script and he's like no i'm not gonna say any of this i'm just gonna like make ice puns that i'm making up here on the spot yeah i like okay i like the ice puns Nice puns are very fun. They're silly. They're like really, like they are fun. I, I don't know. I definitely noticed with this one that it feels like for this movie they chose to go back to like the the Adam West Batman level of like silly. Like people are just goofing the whole time. Well, like you said, like that first set piece takes place in a museum with goons and skates and hockey masks and hockey sticks just fucking playing like a full ass fucking game of hockey with a diamond Mm -hmm. i think that was this movie right yeah that's that's this one (laughs) uh i what's crazy this movie does feel like a fever dream like yeah 100 percent does (laughs) the first 20 minutes they're the only dialogue for the first 20 minutes is just one-liners like everyone is like nobody is having a real conversation nobody says anything to like progress the story forward yeah it's just every person is like get it doing their best to get the best like like starting joke in mm-hmm. the movie like it is just non-stop and that sets the tone for the whole movie i think shit because yeah the first one that just comes to mind like, doesn't Arnold at one point be like, you need to chill, and then just like fucking just spray someone down with a little ice gun? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. I And there's ones he'll say that don't even make sense. There's like, do you know what killed the dinosaurs? And then the Ice Age, and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess that one, no. He, he then sprays a giant fake dinosaur with yeah, his ice gun to make it fall on people. But like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, this movie is exhausting. It's like too much. It it's, is taxing. Yeah. It it is overstimulating, like and not yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Overstimulation is a real thing. People, look it up. 
Cisco, sexy voice. Do you have any other thoughts mm-hmm. on, on Batman and Robin? Yes, lots. Then let's let's hear. No, like it can pretty much be summed down to it's kind of like a, like a stew where they they had they throw all the ingredients in, but then you just start throwing random ones just to think that maybe it might work, and you just never turn the stove on. Because <laughs> like this movie starts off banging, like you're literally like in the Mister Freeze height, like heist, like you said. Yeah. But then there'd yeah, be moments where it would slow right? down, like at uh, Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and then they would throw, and then you'd go back to action, go back to something like calm action. But then I feel like they try to add too many plots as well with like Alfred Sickness, uh, Alicia Silverstone showing up randomly, which she would disappear throughout the night too. Did they even explain where she was going besides a joyride? She was going and racing. Yeah. Yes. There was that. Pod, pod racing Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I call pod racing. <laughs> and they imply that she's been in Gotham for for a while now like a week kind of a minute. or something oh, yeah. and within that week has made enough money to like I, I can't remember exactly what her thing was but it was like like buy a house and let alfred fully retire so he doesn't have to serve the waynes anymore yeah based on like <laughs> one week of just hustling yeah. people in a fucking <laughs> like motorcycle races yeah because that's where that's where Coolio shows up, right? That's where Coolio shows up. He's yeah. there. Yeah. I, just so weird. I love Coolio cameos in the '90s. Like, because I, I feel like looking back, I don't remember him being that famous. I like he was on my radar back then, but not like I was never like, oh shit, it's Coolio. But like he pops up in everything. Yeah. Like there's an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where there's a poster of him. And then she does like a little magic and he's just there in the alleyway, like becomes real. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's Coolio. It's like, okay, like, Coolio, baby. is he going to sing Gangster's Paradise? Like, what, what's he doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my thing yeah. too is I remember watching the second Batman, the one with Penguin. I was like, a lot of these Batman killer like, villains kind of are sympathetic. Mm-hmm. You got Mr. Freeze trying to bring his wife back, even Poison Ivy, you know, she just wants to save the planet. Solomon, Solomon Grundy was born on the Monday. These are just awesome for the people. <laughs> I hate Mondays. <laughs> I can all relate. I definitely, there's been a long history of people saying the best part about Batman is his villains, yeah. uh, which I fully agree with. Other than the Joker, I, I've we've been so inundated on joker content that i'm just like you know fuck the joker people who like the joker are the people that want to be the joker it feels like I... the people who like the joker and i'm gonna say this now and if you're a fan of the joker and a fan of this business and i'm gonna name drop grow right up. now um grow up become an adult be a functioning member of society if you're a fan of the joker you still shop at Spencer's Gifts. Sorry, sweetie. I don't make the rules. Okay, well, I just want to take a break. I'm pretty sure the only people that shop at Spencer's Gifts are fans of the Joker. Our Joker heads, yeah, yeah. You ever been to a mall and just see a bunch of people in Joker cosplay and just walk into a Spencer's fucking fully erect? Yeah. 
every time I'm at the mall. <laughs> the mall. What mall are you going to, man, where there's a bunch of Joker fucking cosplayers? I just, that's any mall. Downtown, any mall. Baby. It's like, I'll walk into a mall. <laughs> see a bunch Christ. of Sorry, folks. horny Jokers walk in and be like, oh, apparently they have a Spencer's Gifts here. I didn't know. Yeah. It's yes, on them. the basement floor. We don't Spencer's go down Towns there. Mall really went to hell. The basement. Actually, that, that mall's got really nice. Oh, that was classy. That's yeah, when you guys come up here and visit, we'll have to go. They have a, they have a nice conveyor belt I'm good restaurant now Ooh, yeah barnes and noble that's fun or they, they yeah, do they have a barnes and noble no they used to or they had a borders they have a they have a very big target now they have a whole foods that's Ooh. right a whole foods oh they do have the target i when i then left i think i stopped at the yeah. jonestown mall to use the target bathroom the, the jonestown mall jonestown, jonestown? Stonestown. Stonestown. Stonestown? 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 <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. You. I, to I be fair, it could be Jonestown. That Jones started in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. Like, Did you not hear everything I said fucking 20 minutes about everything happened to me this morning? Whatever. We need to try to be part of the group. Listen. Big FOMO energy. Nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it. Again and again until you get it right. The opposite of that. You know, in the words of our queen, our lord, our savior, Anna Montana. If we that's the only queen we recognize on this show <laughs> man we haven't we haven't really we haven't really railed the uh the brits in a while but okay that's for another time oh god um let's see do we have much more to say on this movie it's no i kind of want i it's um, kind of george clooney to die <laughs> <laughs> i oh i we're, we're gonna have fun when we get to that section because i i yeah. have some points i want to bring up um Who's Joe? Are you doing? Are you leading? Scream. It's me. It's it's me, bitch. Um, gonna do scream too. Oh, I I do think it also needs. <laughs> yeah, not trying to like toot my own horn or anything, but I I did share with y'all yesterday my review of Batman and Robin when I rewatched it on Letterbox and I logged it last year. Uh, two and a half stars. I gave it a little heart because I like it. It's fun. It's a good time. There's there's more here that'll make me want to just like come back to it in like 10 years and give it like a little rewatch, you know, just to kind of like take it all in, I guess. But what I said, and I quote, is like everything else released in the 90s, this is just so uncontrollably horny. Yeah. 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 Which Batman and Robin is. A very horny motion picture. I, they put nipples on the suit. Mm-hmm. Vivian A. Fox is in this as a character whose sole purpose is to try to sleep with Mister Freeze, even <laughs> oh, though yeah. he is not the into it. Assistant. Not into it, man. His wife's fucking. He's trying to save his wife. Yeah, she's right I, there yeah, in the room. Yeah. She's right there in the. Uh, the ice he's right there in the parlor. fucking in the tube. In the fucking thing just fucking laying there. Have some respect, Vivian A. Fox. And I was like, look, if you're going to have Vivica Fox in your movie and she's down a clown, bro, your wife's frozen. Yeah, no, it's like, I get it. I get it. You got to save the ones you love. But... I understand you got to save the ones you love. But did you see her in that little, that little snowsuit? I, they, I don't know. Vivica there was a Fox, definite vibe is, there of like, Fox. more, it, it felt like he was more like in that moment, like, no right now i feel moody about my wife but i i did not get the feeling that that had not happened before like oh they like, definitely pulled the year next and they're like 
Oh man, do me next year, Kumatos wife. <laughs> I yeah, I think that could have happened. I think I think in the R-rated cut that they wanted to make that that's what happened. Yeah. Again, this movie's just horny. It is. I I think the '90s had a very weird relationship with sex because I think it was at a time when we were being very sex thought we were being very sex positive but i think we were being very horny like we were being very one type of sex positive yeah. we, we were being very like I, I don't know like beer commercial horny sex is what what was popular in the 90s oh shit there was a lot of horn yeah yeah, yeah the 90s like, had a lot of horny beer commercials with those little yeah, frogs and the, the budweiser like, was very like was it um was it adam carolla and Oh, the man show. The man show was getting Mm -hmm. up. Spike TV was coming around. Yeah, there was a channel for men. Oh God! Oh, don't. Which I watched. (laughs) There was some good content on Spike TV. I yeah, I'm not gonna lie and say I didn't watch a lot of Spike TV as a a teenager. As as a as a horror podcast, they did um that one show like a thousand ways to die. That show was sick. Same mind. That was fun. They always did the like Thanksgiving James Bond marathons on Mm -hmm. Spike TV. Just Mm -hmm. every James Bond in a row. (sighs) Should we bring back Spike TV? Is that what we're all saying? That's all. That's all. That's all I'm hearing. Men need television. (laughs) We need our own television. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, gentlemen. No girls allowed. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna go on a little tangent right now. Uh, men, we deserve more. Okay. We don't get enough. We don't get enough respect. You know what I mean? We just want our own TV. We just want our own TV station. I don't want, I want to watch, I want a channel where I can go and watch the Spike. I don't, what was their award show called? They had an award show that they would do like every year. Spike Awards, wasn't it? Spike Awards, yeah. Let me look that up. Sponsored by Doritos 3D. Oh, you know what show was awesome on Spike TV? MXC. MXC was great. great. Yeah. And then, uh, oh no, the one I'm. to watch it. Did you I, ever I watch? Look out. I want to. It would have been on um, G4, but there was a show called uh, Unbeatable Banzuki. I've seen it, but I heard about it because it didn't have yeah. G4, but. I, it was a, uh, it was a lot like Ninja Warrior or something or, or, um. Okay. Like M- one of those. MCTV, but it was, it was like super focused. So instead of being like, you just got to run and jump through this weird course. It was like this whole one is like, you have to be on a pogo stick. And there were people that spent their entire fucking life for that show, just like mastering the pogo stick to get through this pogo stick obstacle course. What's funny is I think I have stupid goals and dreams. And then you tell me things like that. And I'm like, well, I, I'll I send you guys some clips. Because okay. that is like that show uh, is just more proof that Japan has better tv than us always yeah 100 percent, 100 and they have better drinks than us okay. too. oh like god sweat okay so i looked up what the spike tv awards were called uh, i want to give you guys both Wait. one one chance to 
to guess. I don't think I'm not gonna guess, but um, can I can I guess like what a general theme of the award show name is? Sure. Is, is it like part? very? Is it very phallic? It is not. Is it based oh. on body parts? No. Okay, you guys. It's <laughs> the, not gonna sound. The 2007 cool. gone, Spike oh. TV Boob Awards. Yeah, I think the boobies are the. I bet there was like a best tits category, but no. <laughs> so they were called the Guys Choice Awards. Oh yeah, because men don't have enough choice in the world. Which what is extra kids funny choice, about that? Guys choice. Yeah, no, it's just the kids' choice awards from Nickelodeon. Sophie's choice. But just men. <laughs> like the fact that they called it guys choice, like really to me feels like, oh, you're not even like like pretending that there isn't a difference between this and a child's award show. No, like no. They're like, if anything, men are easier to entertain than children. <laughs> yeah. Spike also did, uh, they also had the video game awards. Oh, I thought that's right. That's right. That's right. Which that still exists as a, yeah. as a standout thing, but. Oh, Spike team, okay. This, this was a tangent. Let's re- let's reel it back in. Unless you guys want to talk more about Spike TV and to do a whole deep dive on it. We're switching formats. <laughs> no, no, no more Spike TV talk. Talking Spike, baby. It was owned by Paramount. Spike, Spike TV. More time? No longer just the dog from Rugrats. That stupid mute dinosaur. <laughs> Spike, Spike was mute. What's it? I think I think he's making an occasional, oh. occasional like, uh, like mm-hmm. groan. He's like, yeah. yeah. He was very much be the, like, shut the fuck up, Spike. He was so apparently Spike the, TV the was originally the Nashville Network. Horrible. Somehow worse. It was the Nashville Network, then the National Network, then the new TNN, which I do remember the new TNN. They used to play a lot of old uh, Star Trek reruns. Me and my dad would watch those on there. Then it was Spike TV, and then it was just Spike, and now it's gone. Now Good. it is just Paramount. Oh, no, now it's Paramount Network. Sometimes <sighs> this. Anyways, okay. I Now it's just like a subsection of a subsection of what you can watch on Paramount Plus, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, fuck. Let's talk about Scream. I'm, I'm let's... sick and tired of Batman and Spike. We're talking about we're talking about Scream 2 here, people. We're not talking about Scream 96. I'm talking about Scream 3. I'm not talking about Scream 4. Not even Scream 2022. Maybe a little bit of Scream 2022. What do you think they're going to call the next Scream? They should go full full meta and just call it Scream Two. <laughs> I think I think they fun. should do something along those lines. Yeah, because right now I keep seeing articles about it, and they'll refer to it as Scream Six. Yeah, which I mean, can I, yeah. I bet they'll do a a Scream sub name like Scream the Return, Scream Again, Scream. I don't think they will. You don't think they I will? I don't because they haven't done it. The other ones, I think this one they'll probably just do like Scream Six. I, but I feel like that's the the naming convention nowadays. Yeah, because yeah. I they realized giving it a sub name um, it implies less needing to have seen the previous ones. They're gonna here's here's what they're gonna do in Scream Six. All right, and then and then we'll we'll put a pin in the Scream Six talk. Except that Hayden Panettiere is coming mm-hmm. back as Kirby Reed, baby. My girl's alive. Kirby, the pink. We're ready for it. Round little thing. Um, that is that is exactly what things. I was talking about. 
I um, um, what, what they're going to do in Scream <laughs> 6, good jokes, good joke, is they're going to call it something, right? Scream Whether sex. it be Scream 2, whatever, or like something. And then there's, there's going to be a scene where they talk about the, the name. Oh, yeah. They're, they're yeah. going to figure out a way. Because, okay, in Scream, the, the new one, what was the name of the newest Stab movie? Just Stab. It was stab. just stab again. It was just stab, just kind of like okay. Just so yeah, they're gonna again. call so they're, they're like gonna in the movie it, yeah. stab, whatever the the actual name of the new scream movie mm-hmm. is, is gonna be reflected in whatever the name of the new stab movie is. Yeah. I oh god, yeah. how is scream like just? They nailed it. Let me let me ask you one it. thing. Ask me a question. As, you you'd call yourself a scream connoisseur, right? I would. You know, a, a scream historian, a philanthropy. I, I don't know if that's the right word that goes in there, but I'm, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm a scream evangelist. Yeah, yeah, of course. Preaching the good word. Yeah, you know? Jamestown, pretty much. Always Jamestown. Screamstown. <laughs> you know, the, all these screams, you know, they, they, they take place on Earth. When is Scream going to go to space? Scream's not going to go to space. Because when is scream... Ghostface going to take his killings to the Martians? They're not going to do that. Because and Scream, and like, we've talked about this before, Cisco. And I'm going to keep bringing it up because you keep kind of like agreeing with me. Scream is grounded in reality, just like another (laughs) horror franchise that doesn't need its characters. Chucky? Yeah, to go to space. Will they do do a cult storyline where there's multiple Chuckies? Sure. Not one of them's going to space. They should send them to space, though. You don't need you don't need Chucky in space. Actually, Chucky in space space would be great. Yeah. I don't like Chucky in space. Let me let me pitch you a story. Okay. Go on. Uh, Set slightly in the future uh first first uh family groups are being sent to mars to help expand the colony there okay uh elon musk is paying for this one unfortunately um and right before the family leaves the kid's really nervous so they give him this new toy uh and it's it's a chucky doll and then half the movie is like just a slow slasher in the spaceship and then they think they kill Chucky. Maybe only two or three people die. They land, kind of start life on the colony, and fucking Chucky gets out on the colony, starts killing off the whole planet. Mm. Yeah, you're into it. You're into it. I mean, I'll watch it. Of course you will. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know that. Uh, Scream Two, baby. Nineteen ninety-seven American slasher film directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. This movie was released on December twelfth, nineteen ninety-seven. Sydney, remember me? What do you want? It's time, girlfriend. Don't you know history repeats itself? Last night, two college students were brutally murdered. Police are everywhere. The girl was stabbed seven times. Ouch! Hi, Gail Weathers, author of the Woodsboro Murders. She's an opportunist. Be kind, she saved our lives. Yeah, I know, I read all about it in the book. I can't wait to see the movie. If there is some freaked out psycho, they're probably already in your life. Okay, so you just want to sit here and, and wait to see who drops next? 
I see it, someone's out to make a sequel. So it's our job to observe the rules of the sequel. Number one, the body count is always bigger. Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. How did we find the killer, Randy? That's what I want to know. Well, let's look at the suspects. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? It's him. He can see us. Do you want to die tonight? Is that the best you can do? Why not set your goals higher, huh? You want to be one of the big boys? Manson? Bundy? OJ? What's your favorite scary movie? Showgirls. Absolutely frightening. Actually, one of the like this isn't like one of the fastest turnarounds, but it's it's one of them of a sequel coming out so shortly after the original when they had like nothing planned for it. So like the the turnaround time on this was fucking quick. Like you would imagine, it was like it was like. Because that, that, that's what people do now, right? You know what I mean? Like they they make their movie, then they have like their back, like their franchise, like they're like ready to go, like the script's ready to go. This one wasn't the case, but since Scream was just like a massive like sleeper hit, Dimension was like more. The old Weinsteins are de demanding it, you know? David Arquette is back as Dewey. Yep. Nev Campbell, back as Sid. Courtney Cox back as Gail, and then we get we get a lot of new heads in this. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar pops up at one point. An insane Laurie Metcalf, which a lot of people, especially because we we talked about this like briefly on like the the Scream episode and stuff before, is that like the homoerotic underlying in Scream and the script makes like this movie's huge like in the queer community. Love the Scream franchise. And then a lot of people say that their favorite killer is Lori Metcalf because obviously another like queer icon. And then she's just giving a whole batshit performance at the end when she's revealed to be a killer. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. She's she's one of two killers in this movie. Yeah. There's only there's only there's only one scream movie where there's one killer. Scream six. That's a choice. Is that three. four? Three? Okay. I, three only has one. I need to rewatch three. Yeah. So yeah, released yeah, December 12th, 1997. Budget of $24 million. Box office, a measly $172.4 million. So, you know, it did okay. Got some receipts. Got, got a little bit of money back. Uh, holds an 81% refresh score on the tomato meter, which is 2% higher than the original Scream, mind you, from critics. But the audience score is 57. And I'm like, I don't, what's, what's the discourse there? Like, why did people fall off on this one? Because like we said with Scream, 79 79, both tied. One of the rare ones where they're both. This one seems a little bit more polarizing. And I will say this as a Scream head here. This is a lot of people's favorite entry of the franchise. It's not for me. <laughs> it's not my least favorite. It's definitely bottom tier. But even, I have talked about this before, 
the quality of this franchise like even if it's an entry i'm like i still think is just okay is so much better than other movies in the same vein as this or trying to do the same like whodunit style murder mystery of like a slasher you know what i mean and it does like it it, it helps with kevin williamson coming back it helps that Wes Craven directed all but the last one, like, because you're going to have a certain eye, you're going to have a certain feeling, you're going to like, like all these movies click really well together like when you watch them like all in a row. Like obviously that's, you know, that was planned. So while this is my fourth favorite out of the five, this is my favorite Scream opening in Scream 2. Yeah, yeah the movie theater yeah. sequence. The movie theater is, sequence is fantastic. Is good. I, well, I don't know. I, I, I would still say I think the, the Drew Barrymore in the first, and that was just iconic. Yeah, it's I, like, iconic. It's, it's iconic it's to iconic. the point where it's like that. But it's justified. That's a yeah, like that yeah. has to be my favorite opening. But when we're looking at the sequels, for sure, um, this just, yeah, this one is great to have something just completely different than that. Because I feel like a lot of other ones kind of lean back into doing, you know, someone home alone getting called. Yeah. Like I know the, yeah. the fifth one did that. I'm pretty sure the fourth one did yeah, that I'll as well. It. Yeah. Okay. The fourth one has where they keep doing the fake out openings. Like someone gets killed right. and they're like, oh, we're watching, we're watching stab four. And then you're like, oh, this is the beginning of stab six. And like just kind of that like meta-ness of it. Movies yeah. within movies. But this one, like, it's just, it's so just inherently scary of you could be in a crowd like that where people are rowdy having a good time someone can just be just fucking standing there stabbing someone and you would have no fucking idea yeah like that still sticks with me to this day and also because this movie like okay i was born in 90 up until like 97 I, I wouldn't say I would like put my ear up to door stalls and bathrooms. I feel like in general, you should probably keep your ears away from most services in a fucking public restroom. Um, but this movie really embedded into me to not ever do that. <laughs> ever. I, it's so funny because he thinks he's listening to somebody. Like, he thinks people are fucking in that, that other stall. But they kind of, sh- you can hear the sound it's making. And it, I don't know. Wait, wait, was somebody getting stabbed to death in that stall or no? They were just like it was just they were just making spaghetti. They were just like they were just like baiting. It was it sounded like someone was like kind of like crying, like whimpering. And, oh. and then okay. I because in my Omar mind Epps it, yeah. is the old I the cast in this one, like the the kind of cameo cast and like the side character cast in this is oh yeah amazing fuck like who they brought in yeah we have Brett Gayhart we had Portia de Rossi we have a young my old crush Marisol Nichols what do you mean my old crush bitch she's still a crush to me my girl's a fox yeah what's her what was her name on Riverdale Trunks uh she was she the mom oh god um I can't remember her name, but uh, Veronica. Oh, no, she's fantastic. Yeah. Audrey Griswold from Vegas Vacation. I'm a fan of hers. All right. Yeah. And then. But then, like, I don't know. So many of just like the horror 
icon like you know brat pack of that time show up in this like joshua jackson for all of a second yeah Uh, he's in cisco's favorite scene timothy oliphant like you always have to bring up timothy oliphant when he's in anything yeah jada pickett you already said liv schreiber oh he was in the first one yeah he yeah it's weird he was in the first one in the videos of cotton but you never actually see him no this one he's he's he takes a role in here yeah he has he has placement on the on the main poster he's one of the heads yeah and then um i i think they also did something great here which they continue out through but who they cast in the stab movies luke wilson and luke wilson um, heather graham tori spelling tori spelling yeah like just i and they push that so hard for the rest of the series is like they have amazing cameos in those little pieces as they should like that's exactly what that's designed for right yeah because this always seems just like these movies have like a really good sense of like cameos and people want to come in i feel like that's just like just like the vibe and energy that like Wes Craven created. Like he created this like fun atmosphere, this fun world that people just want to be a part of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, is Scream the most successful horror franchise? No, but like, it's definitely one of the best, like most well-regarded, I would say. If only it went to space. <laughs> Until they go to space, correct. Until they go to space with Chucky. And I, what would be funny is I bet, or I don't know if we'll, they'll ever, we'll ever see it, but I could see them doing that for a a stab movie is like talk Ooh, about like they is have a, yeah. one point being like oh and they ran out of ideas and sent stabbed space like right. i think that's the way they could work that kind of joke into this series there's i want to say in like four they mentioned one of the stab movies kind of goes off the rails because it goes into like i don't I remember because in, in Stab 4 was when they were critiquing a lot on the, um, like, obviously, okay, the Scream 1 was horror films, Scream 2 was talking about the sequels and tropes and all that stuff. 3 is kind of just like an anomaly. 3 is <laughs> a weird one. 3 is a weird one, but 3 is fun because 3 is like, I guess, I guess the thing for 3 is like, oh, we're not talking about these movies anymore. Like, we're on the set of one of them. Like, we're, we're in the thick of it. Yeah. And then the fourth was critiquing on, like, the torture porn and, like, Saw and Hostels, stuff like that. And then the fifth one, obviously, with reboots and requels and all that stuff. Um, Cisco has said before on this show and other things that he just, he hates the scene in the college where they're discussing sequels in the classroom. Who? Who's going to do that? Sequels suck. No, wow. Come on, man. Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. It's bullshit generalization. Many sequels have surpassed their original. Oh, yeah? Name one. Yeah. Aliens. Far better than the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's no accounting for taste. Thank you, Ridley Scott rules. Name another. No. <laughs> Aliens is a classic, okay? Get away from her, you bitch. I believe the line is stay away from her, you bitch. It's film class, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. whatever. You know what I mean. Another. T2. Mm. You've got a hard-on for Cameron. Mm. <laughs> Well, wait a second. The first Terminator is historical. Yes. Yeah, Connor. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, okay. House 2, the second story. Oh, what? The entire horror genre was destroyed by sequels. I got it, by the way. 
I got it. The Godfather, part two. Why, why do you hate it? Because I feel like that would be so much, that'd be an excellent fucking, I would love to be in that class. No, I, I mean, I, I guess I get why some people like it. I don't know, it's just too meta for me. Do you think it's just too on the nose? It's just too on the nose. Okay, that's I, fair. Especially we already had that in the, yeah. which I mean, I guess they're just trying to follow the, the They're talking about they sequels, bro. Did you not hear anything I just said? No, because obviously in the first one we had, they talked about who dies first and all that stuff, and my boy who worked at the movie theater, who, who played him again? Oh, and then, Jamie yeah, Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. There we go. This, this is this is Randy the movie. Meeks. This, this yeah. is the movie that I think maybe the people gave fifty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes for is because they killed off Randy Meeks. <laughs> and I'll say this right now: uh, if you're listening to this radio silence, if you kill off any of the any either of the Meek twins in Scream Six, you will be hearing from me. I so clearly I do not retain uh, information well because I thought they had already killed off the the brother in in five. They but, did uh, not because at the not. end when they're carrying out Mindy, she sees that, her brother okay. in the truck and she gives him thumbs up and he gives him thumbs up too because they're that's right bringing him back. That's right. Okay, but like yeah, I, I did see him on the credits for six when I was looking at it the other day. Um, I, so I'm I'm also wondering how quickly they'll get six out. It sounds like they're bringing it up pretty quick right now. They're, so they're not gotcha they're chance. not doing it. They're it, it's not being fast tracked as much as like this one was, mm-hmm. um, because as this year Scream came out in January, I think it's going to be. I can't remember what day they have for next year, but I think it's like April. Okay. So it, it's going to come out in 2023. So they're they're going to start shooting it this summer. I think in a couple weeks actually. I yeah, but I'm just wondering because, like, they touched on the two, what I feel is the two big trends that they would have time to touch on since mm-hmm. the last since four, like right. the requel and uh, kind of toxic fandom. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just kind of like trying to figure out what the next one. And they also, I guess, they talk a lot about like elevated horror as well. Yeah and that so i i want to know what they like what could they be referencing what is the 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 college classroom scene or the randy meeks and the right right at the party scene like what is the one where they're sitting there just telling you about what the movie's about because i'm I'm just putting in the universe that mindy and kirby are going to have a scene together in scream six where they're two just horror buffs and then victims of ghost face attacks and they're going to have a really fucking fun back and forth. I really want that scene to happen. I bet that'll be. I really hope so. There. Really really hope so. But no, we'll we'll see. I think I could see them commenting on television like horror TV series. Horror TV or just like I can even kind of see maybe if they talk about like which I think would be really funny, like unnecessary sequels. Because mm. that hasn't really been touched on yet. And I feel like that that could be funny and very like on the nose, especially if written well, you know. I, yeah, because they're also going into a place we haven't really seen yet. Yeah. 
yeah the kind of post requel like art because in this one art is, is courtney cox coming back is is nev campbell coming back i think i think courtney cox is coming back i and i think nev's on the fence i think nev's whole thing has been I'll do it if it's a good script. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just going to do it just because I'm this, yada, yada. She's like, it has to be good. Yeah. Because Courtney's been in all of them, I want to say. They all, they've all been in all of them. This is gonna, just, just six is going to be the first one without Dewey, which, spoiler, Dewey dies in the screen. It was, I thought Nev Campbell wasn't in four. Nev Campbell's in four. Okay. Um, but she wasn't very much. Nev Campbell's not in three very much. She yeah. definitely takes the back seat in that one. Cause she's kind of off on her little yeah uh, yeah which i want like bunker I, with considering how this fucking trend is going we'll probably do a 2000 episode and talk screen three um but no there was something i wanted to say about scream two. Oh yeah so a big thing about scream two like a big controversy around it was like early 97 like 96 like computers the internet like the internet was really starting to like not pop off but like become form i guess whatever it is now internet's a fucked up place i digress of course but this was one of like the first major instances of like a script a script leak online Mm. and it's interesting because they kind of knew it was going to happen because I think there was like three, like three to five different versions of the script floating around, which they comment on in Scream 3, but they do it to like one, not have the cast know like who it is, like keep it, keep it fresh, keep it everything yeah, to the end. Yeah. Um, and then this one, uh, yeah, the original Killers supposedly from the initial leak leak script is that uh timothy elephant mickey was still one of the killers but then the other killer was um elise neal's pally so nev's roommate would have been revealed interesting uh which would have been interesting and then i feel like this one's a really good just like poor poor sydney prescott man like just can't can't catch a fucking break gets a solid friend solid roommate and just she dies <laughs> it's a nice sweet jerry o'connell boyfriend something we've all wanted you know what i mean kind of maybe in things that's this movie does like it, it does a lot of like oh maybe you're the kill. like you know what i mean like does a lot of like misdirect like right shy, like making you think it's this person or that person right and then even like other movies don't like like the love interest like look at the love interest that's a first thing but no just like a legitimately good dude who dies she can't my girl can't catch a break man yeah okay uh let's move on to talking about no. our our survival fight here because i oh. i think there's some fun to be had oh um if you think this laurie metcalf performance as crazy as your son was what did you just say 
Is that a negative, disparaging remark about my son? About my Billy? No, Billy was a good boy. Billy was perfect. You did a bang-up job, Mrs. Loomis. Not wise to patronize him with a gun, Sidney. Randy spoke poorly of Billy, and I got a little knife happy. <sighs> I was a good mother. You know what makes me sick? When you stick together people so you get along with people's fault, and all starts with the family. When I blame someone, why don't you blame your mother? She's the one who stole the inheritance and broke up my family. And then you took my son. You don't know what it is to be a mother. To raise a child, and teach him, and guide him, and abandon him. Going toe-to-toe -to -toe with George Clooney's Batman. Clooney's is, is losing that battle, my boy. I, I mean, if He's it's an that act nine off, times out of ten. No, if it is an act off, you are 100% yeah. right. I think if, if we're talking about, like... Straight fight to death. Like, Batman's being hunted down by Ghostface... Uh, I, I don't, I don't see how Batman could die in this. Like, I, I think Batman just, I, he's fought much bigger and better villains Goons, than, yeah. than and some some mom who's <laughs> upset, than a mom who's breeding a serial killer. I and who met on great. a message board. Yeah. yeah, I. That's the kind of shit where it's like I feel like Batman is tech savvy enough to be like. To put the pieces together, because it's the second time this person's popping up, yeah. so he already knows the like pattern. Yeah. Uh, so I think he's able to be like, "Well, I found this woman who secretly is actually the mother of the killer from last time." Yeah. One thing I think would be interesting, and I was thinking about, is I don't think we've ever had a situation in Batman where he is fighting someone that he doesn't realize is two people mm -hmm. oh like, good good point like i you know i and i think part of what's going to make this conversation hard is separating batman the character and uh george clooney's batman from batman and and, and robin because i you know when we talk about like reasons why batman should win he's supposedly the world's greatest detective i i do not feel like george clooney's batman is the world's greatest detective no i mean all he has is a that. fucking bat credit card i spent fifty thousand dollars for poison ivy a hundred thousand and i'm in five hundred thousand dollars one million dollars two million you don't have it Three million. I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. As a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. <laughs> yeah. If you had that poison ivy's lips had poison on them. It's true. You know, he's he's a sort of he's a semi sleuth. Like he I feel like he's probably a little better than the cops we see in the scream movie in scream 2 but uh i i don't know i feel like fucking courtney cox is out there doing some better detective work good question is that is the warner brothers batman is that the worst iteration of commissioner gordon you ever had oh fuck yes 
Commissioner just, Gordon's not even a character in yeah, this. He's, he's just a fucking face. I like. I was kind of wondering, like, where is Commissioner Gordon? Like, I was watching a scene where this like dumb cop is yelling something. I'm like, where's Commissioner Gordon during all this? And then someone talks to him directly and calls him Gordon. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, this idiot. There's. I don't. I don't know what made me think of this, but yeah, just just to circle back really quick on one of my favorite parts of Scream Two. The the chase scene in like like the sound booth and the soundproof rooms in Scream Two with Gale and Dewey, fucking that that's a that's a top tier. That's great. Scream sequence. That's a fantastic fucking just everything about it. Mm-hmm. So I, that's it. The only complaint I have in there is like I understand that it's soundproof, but there's the scene where there's the wall and she doesn't see him and he's kind of like banging on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you can't hear him through that, I feel like him hitting that would vibrate unless it is like it. Maybe it's much thicker than it looked, but I feel like we can see the vibration. So she should have been able to hear it. Yeah, I've only been in in a studio with glass and everything like that one time. It was in the year 2000 and uh, it it was a while ago for the for the local band Tragedy and Triumph in San Diego. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm not sure how thick the glasses are between rooms but like i think pretty thick so you can cut out like all kind of any sort of background noise i would think in a professional one yes on a college campus like the only time i've ever been in a room like that was on a college campus and it it was not up to snuff yeah, well, you, you didn't you didn't go to the nicest college trunks or break hey man you. fuck you sorry bud Hey, hey at least you went to school. His, his at least I graduated. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Got me there. Um, um Yeah, okay, I just so... can can yo, my car was just kind of broken into there. I, sorry. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you throw me a bone? Let's just let's just let let's cut. Let's just cut Clooney. He's got the brawn. He's got the gadgets. I feel like but the gadgets and the, the armor with the scorned mother who has a jet who has a dead child. I mean, Breeze has a dead wife. She wasn't dead. Poison Ivy has a dead planet. Just got you there. You know who else has a dead? Well, it, it, that okay. There's an interesting point. Which is the bigger source of vengeance? The mother with a dead child or the child with dead parents? Oh, I know. I know. I know people with dead parents. They're cool. They're fine. They're good people. They're not murderers. <laughs> They're just orphans now. Here's what we do. Ooh, but here's the thing. Okay. That interesting. Because Batman's an orphan too. Yeah. Because as we all know, in every iteration of Batman, they love to tell us how... His fucking parents died. Oh, hey, a movie that's funny, not is this... about Batman. A movie that's about a fucking incel. We're still we're still gonna throw in a scene where we're gonna kill the Waynes. Like there's it's like, it's like hey, it's what's like weird Uncle is ben, this you just one? Kill Even Teen Titans fucking did it. God, in Teen Titans they had Robin do it. Yeah, they had Robin <laughs> take him out, and, like push the parents in the fucking alleyway. <laughs> which is so dark i i haven't seen that movie but i've seen that clip and 
and, and out of context, it is horrendous. So I, it's I, I want so to go see fucking that. funny. Like I, people have said, the Teen Titans go to the movies is fantastic. People have said it's so fucking funny. Um, I think Nick Cage plays Superman in it. Doesn't he play Batman? I don't. I don't know. He plays one of them. Okay. I think like Halsey's Wonder Woman. It's it's an interesting cast. I'll go. Don't watch it today. I'm not doing too. fucking shit today. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself Duncan. I'm gonna cure his little hangover. I'm gonna have a good time. So I'm I'm watching tunes, you know. Yeah, baby. But yeah, so Batman and Orphan. Oh, Laurie Metcalf. What's a hmm? Is there a term for like? A widow or like widower but with a child i, I don't think kids. there is a term for that like is is the term just like yo kids dead yeah i mean yeah i what's weird is i think the reason why there isn't a term for that is of the situations like <laughs> yeah. that's the more common like there were thousands of years of history where like kids dying was like yeah that happens it's a, yeah. it's regularly. a Tuesday. <laughs> That's a that's a Tuesday in Gotham, you know. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, so okay. Dead children. Yeah, here's we... my thing. Okay. And one of the reasons why I'm not a big scream two head is besides that cool cop kill where he gets the fucking pole impaled in the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. Most of these deaths are all just stabbings and shootings. Nothing original. That's the scream. That's scream. That though. is scream. Oh, scream doesn't go to. You, you, can, you can make it. I will say this: when I a, a few years ago, when I rewatched Scream Two for the first time in a while, I was like, "Oh yeah, like that cop death is like, it's like intense. that's pretty." I was like, "That's pretty gross, even for a scream movie." Yeah. Like, that's a trip. There's a lot in that movie to like, but like, I feel like I don't know if it was like the rushing of it or what, but like. Yeah, there's there's great stuff in it. So fantastic. So rate it. Still think of it very highly, but like it's not perfect. It's not perfect mm-hmm. how I think other screen movies are. I will say this viewing of it, I bumped my score up on it a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe half a star. I don't remember. Like I definitely <laughs> bumped my again. score up up on this one in like majorly down on Batman. On Batman, like yeah. I had that at like three and a half, and I dropped that down to two and a half. Like I, that's right. Oh, Batman! I was never going to get more than a two and a half. Yeah, I was never. upset with this one this time. I because I remember holding it up as like you know it's like campy and stupid, but I enjoyed it. And then rewatching it this time, I'm like I don't even enjoy this. Yeah, I think I'm just kind of off Batman these days as well. Okay, like okay, it, Batman. Like let's put let's put Batman at rest, man. Like come on. I, it's weird. Is we've had. I think the two most common superheroes to have like a solo movie is Batman and Spider-Man. And somehow every new Batman makes me less interested in Batman, but every new Spider-Man like completely revigorates my like interest in Mm Spider-Man. I, I think it's just like, I don't know. Some of it has to do with fandom. Spider-Man fans are way chiller. I feel like Batman Spider-Man is just a more relatable superhero. The Batman, I mean, yeah, he's just it's, it's a fucking okay. He's just an orphan who wants vengeance, but Spider-Man he's is just, just an orphan. He's just a kid who also, wants to do good, which I think yeah. we can all relate to. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna sympathize and root for the fucking billionaire vigilante. 
You know what I mean? I understand. I understand. Like you're you're trying to do good. You're trying to protect your city. Bitch, you're still part of the one percent. Yeah, as much good as he's trying to do to help people. Like you're probably like, you have enough money. Like and I don't know. They they make so, a good point in every one where it's like he is spending his money hopefully for good as often as possible. Like yeah. the whole thing with poison ivy is like he he was funding something, and as soon as he found out it was going to military application, right. he cuts funding. Like right. which like and then in theory, because like yeah, the best part of Batman really are the villains. I what's weird is I Spider-Man too. Spider-Man throughout the Marvel Universe has some mm-hmm. of the most iconic villains as well. Yeah. I think what just like with Spider-Man, I mean, Jesus Christ, how do we get on Spider-Man talk? Whatever. I, I'm sorry, not mad this at is it. my fault. I, I'm not mad at it. I just I I finally made my own PS4 profile and I went to go because I was at like 90 something percent, like gonna do a hundred percent of the Spider-Man game on PS4. But then it was under Cody's account. So I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> So now I'm just gonna have to play it again. I the Miles Morales fucking game, game fucking rules so far, though. Oh, you, you got. I'm oh, loving you it. Bought it when yeah. I was there, but you, yeah. okay. I need to get to it. Did, did you do the um? Any of the DLC for the Spider-Man game, or not the not in the first one, not for either. Okay. But I, I will. I uh, yeah. I for some reason I've decided not to start Miles Morales until I finish all the DLC for the first one. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's been pretty good. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying the storyline they're doing in here. Yeah. But what's what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, regardless, Spider-Man is just much more relatable. You know what I mean? He's just, is. he's just, he's just a kid trying to make his way. He's just, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a, he's like a struggle. He's, 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 he's struggling. He's got a heart of gold. You know what I mean? He's just, he's, I, he's an orphan too. Like a big part of Spider-Man, I think, is that storyline is about like. I, it's about growing up, and it, I feel like it's very specifically about hitting puberty and realizing you have responsibilities for more than yourself. Yeah. Whereas Batman's about, I'm gonna build this cool fucking car. Batman's about having everything and then trying to fix everything and realizing you can't, which most right. people can't relate to because most of us have don't have everything, don't have right. the ability to like not need to worry about our own existence. Right, and then I feel like with Batman and Bruce Wayne, you never. Maybe they do in the comics. I'm not, again, uh, don't come after me, bad, bad heads, all right? But, like, in the shows and the movies and stuff like that, like, I feel like they never really give you a good sense of, like, Bruce Wayne. I I think another reason, oh, God, we are so far off topic. Another thing that you, you will hear a lot, is um, Batman dies by the way we're I'm telling I'm calling it I I disagree uh <laughs> I Batman a lot of times people when they talk about Batman uh Batman is the person Bruce Wayne is the alter ego Bruce Wayne is the yeah. the cover whereas like Spider-Man Peter Parker is the person yeah. Spider-Man is who is who, who he has to be to like do what he or like i don't know uh, he, like spider-man is the thing that could be dropped like yeah. batman like the the way which which you've seen in spider-man's like he he does because he's overwhelmed with life and yeah. i feel like that's just that's very relatable to a lot of people and again you're not going to relate to the billionaire who's no. blown up half of the city whereas yeah you're going to relate to and sympathize with the kid who like 
I, the one that makes sense his, to everyone, especially from his pizza job. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's trying to balance like, school, trying to balance his love life, trying to balance his superhero life. Like it's a lot. Like it's stressful. It's like has family he has to take care of, which is yeah. in, in that uh, Spider Man is also a great source of like, as much as there is, you know, biological family he has Aunt, Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man has always had that story of like found family. Yeah. Like he has so many characters that he's like, this person is as important to me in life as any other person yeah. that I like have to maintain. Yeah. So it's kind of like he he has these people he loves. And okay, sorry. We could talk about this literally forever. I, no, honestly, this just gets <laughs> back to screen. I want to do, I, I I do a straight up like Spider Man episode with you if, if, if people are, are uh, if people are down. Sound off in the comments. You know what I mean? Let us know. And I'm going to try to get that our, our Instagram's not hacked, but I don't know what the login is. Like I can access it, but I think Cisco has been kind of, mm-hmm. kind of been like gnawing, gnawing at the, not a little, little, little uh, like gnawing at the teat to be a little, a little yeah. social media runner. That'd, that'd be, be the run of the, of the Instagram page, which could either help or fucking bury us alive i i think we just need to generate regular content on our social well, media even even as uh, like i because i you know i have yeah. the twitter and i don't fucking use it either well i'm glad i don't have access to the twitter because i would just be on there and be like who's got that like just put like stupid shit like you'd scat, be a, you know you'd be on there just being horny like you do on your twitter oh sometimes i'm real horny on main just like the nineties, and just and just like just like the fucking just like, oh, if they fucking if, if I see a poster of fucking, yeah yeah from fucking Candyman, that fucking beast of a human, oh, I'll go I'll go full horny home man. And in my time hop, <laughs> I saw the other day, um, last year when Spyro came out, the the saw like instagram or twitter page whatever made like a really weird post where it was like billy the puppet on like a really buff what, what, like yeah no i remember that honey <laughs> and that was like, don't show me an image like that <laughs> and expect me not to be horny you know what i mean exactly okay uh let's Cisco, what's or Joe? Your vote is Batman dies, right? Yeah, Clooney, Clooney, Batman dies. Okay, Robin my vote. Clooney. I think he lives. My vote. You think he lives? That's my vote too. I, I, I mean, think okay, this time two against one. That's fine. He, he's taking he's taking killer plants, a buffed up goon, um, ice rays. He can take a knife and a bullet. Okay, okay. Here's 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 what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say to this, and it's moving my uh, I'm sitting back because I had to move the mic closer to me obviously all the killers in the screen movies die yeah so there's not much <laughs> there's not much wiggle room there and I I will say if Batman was the villain or the hero in in scream the killer wouldn't die I think we would get to that same resolution point yeah and then batman just you know takes them down they get arrested it's batman doesn't kill that's like 
his deal. Now, if we're still, if we're talking this George Clooney Batman, which I think we are, if he goes against Billy and Stu Mocker from Scream 1, oh, Batman's dying. I especially if they're ingrained into his life the way Billy mm-hmm. and Stu are into mm-hmm. Sydney's. Like, I think that is where so much of this kind of can be affected. Like, I, I think, like, in the second one, they, they really, like, she knows the, the one guy, kind of. Yeah. But, like, I so in that situation, like, I don't know. If they would have to know who, they would have to know Bruce Wayne, I feel like, yeah, to be able not... to... Again, like like the killer reveal. Okay, yeah, Batman survives because, like, again, the killer reveal and their motives and everything in this one isn't the best. So yeah, Batman would win. Scream two and Scream three. If we fucking put Clooney in Scream ninety six, Scream four, or Scream twenty twenty two, motherfucker dying. I maybe dying. I I could see that. Those ones Dying. put Batman in much more of like a Batman hush situation where someone it, from his oh, past who knows a little too much is. I, I think they like, for sure go Alicia Silverstone and uh, Robin. Oh, uh, they 100% that. I don't. I can see that. I guess I'll say this with a grain of salt. Chris O'Donnell's getting his throat slit by Ghostface 100%. Oh, yeah. He ever He's... pops up in a scream, 100% die. Alicia Silverstone, she's kind of making a little comeback. Yeah. She was just in a, a horror movie called The Lodge a couple years ago, which I heard was good. I, she was it. in a movie I watched recently, too. Which one? I'm not going to tell you because I want it to be a surprise for you like it was for me. Ooh, okay. I think I think I know what movie it is because Cody texted me about a movie and he was like, Sam Richardson's in this. And I was like, okay, now I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, that's probably the same movie. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh, God, Sam Richardson's great. Hell, yeah. Love that man. Okay. Over an hour and 20-something minutes in. Thank you. Thank you for bearing with us. We've had, like, random jumps on listens while we were gone and had it been posting. So, like, yeah, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, just, like, spread the word. Tell a friend. We're not two friends. Become, we're, not, we're not, yeah. T- t- tell, tell a two friend, you know? But... Yeah, we're not then your two like... friends tell two friends, and then those two friends tell two friends. All right, people, I have to find Trunks just fucked it up. I'm this just trying podcast to is a pyramid. We're, yeah. we're we're a pyramid scheme. <laughs> we're a pyramid scheme, and and we're, and we're we're done hiding it. So like, pay up. Do you want to invest or not? You we know, promise you this. make almost as much money as we will make off this venture. Yes. But then you'll make more of a profit if your friends tell more friends yeah. to buy these Tupperware sets. And you only have to pay us a small due on every Tupperware set you sell to your friends who sell to their friends. That's all. And we just get 90%. It's fine. Yeah. Works. It's all good. Solid. But thank you. Thank you again for listening. Trunks, Cisco, do you have any other final thoughts? Never. Mm, the old one word answer from this i you know what i i'm excited oh hang on give me 30 seconds of time i will not give you 30 seconds as we've wasted almost an hour and a half here Mm, it's fine i will not give you 30 seconds what do you what do you gotta do on the sunday afternoon i'm gonna sleep today
Ah, fuck. Okay. I'm going to go get um, coffee. I'm going to take a fucking shower. I'm going to wash and condition my hair today. That's how you know it's serious. I'm not planning on doing yeah. shit later. So what I was okay. what I was going to suggest, and maybe we can still do this, uh, but since we have been kind of working our way through the screams. I agree. If we do Scream 3, which came out in the year 2000, uh, that is very close to the year 2002 when the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out. So that could be a fun way to continue this conversation. Joe doesn't like the idea. Yeah, let's put that idea on the books. I'm in. We'll, we'll workshop. But not for next week. We're, no, we're going to no. hit you with a, with a Brendan next week. So I, I know there's people who come here for the Brendan talk. There yeah. are. We'll find some Brendan. And we're, and we're going we're gonna to finalize and commit to this bit because that's what our boy deserves. You know what I mean? He's given us his all. It's the least we could do. But yeah, we'll probably do 2006 and Stay Alive and the other movie that came out that year. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It won't be a it won't be a ripper of an episode. It won't do numbers or whatever the kids say these days. But hey, man, it'll be fun. Yeah, no views. We'll have a good time. Yeah, no views. No views, bro. We'll get our set listeners. Devin, you haven't listened in a while. What's up, buddy? This one's for you. This episode's for you. Mm-hmm. Rock on, pal. Well, okay. For the Horror Thunder Podcast, uh, early morning edition. This is Joseph Kincaid, Cisco Navarro, and producer Trunks. Signing off. Hey, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong.